This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your hosts, food writer, critic, Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we, we don't have a lot to talk about, but that doesn't mean it's not important. We got news about uh, uh, Iron Great to take care of your Thanksgiving needs. Also, we got news about uh, over Milwaukee Magazine about, remember the Culver Burger, Ann? Kurtz oh, Burger. I do. I Culver do. Culver Burger. Well, you know that it's not available anymore. Over at Milwaukee Magazine, there's uh, some options. If you missed that, there's some other places you can pick up uh, uh, variations of that cheese curd burger. Then I'm also going to talk about my new book called Black Food by Bryant Terry. Uh, it's an amazing book, beautiful book. It's not only a cookbook, there's essays, and it features some of my friends in here as well. They didn't ask me to be part of it, but that's cool. But uh, it's, <laughs> amazing, it's amazing stuff, so we'll get into that. But we're going to kick it off with news about the old fuel cafe here in River West. And yeah. So for a while during a pandemic over in Centro, there's been River West been like lacking coffee shops and fuel cafe yeah. went away, right? Right. Um yeah. and that about uh back in the I guess pandemic, early parts of the pandemic, not really early, but late last year, middle of last year, uh, a little pop up. Uh was it this year probably? I don't remember. Um Daily Bird little pop-up coffee shop in in Centro Cafe. Yep. Started serving coffee with like positivity messages and stuff. I get my coffee there when I was working remote. Still work remote, hybrid as well. Um, but now they will have a physical location, old fuel spot. If you drive by on Center Street, you can see the old fuel sign gone. There's some yellow paint happening right now. Uh, so they plan to open uh, mid-November. Um the Daily Bird taking over there. They've been doing a pop-up at the Double Dutch. Yeah, they were doing that as well. I think there's a new coffee shop there now. Oh, okay. All right. Pop-up now. Wow. But, uh, but they're taking over. Uh, they have the kitchen there. They're, they're, not, they're not going to open food right away, but they will have plans to begin serving scratch ice cream, which is a Milwaukee-based uh, batch ice cream producer. Have you ever had that ice cream? It's yeah. delicious. I have it at um, – every time I go to collect – the Crossroad Collective. Crossroads, yeah. I pick up a little barbecue. I pick up a little little uh, Laotian, and I pick a little ice cream and go home. That's mm-hmm. what I used. That's, that's, that was my routine. Real quick, before we go to other stories, Thanksgiving's around the corner, Ann. Oh, right? geez. I just can't even. But Iron Grey got you, got you covered because you don't want to yeah. do anything. So right now, Iron Grey is taking reservations for their smoked turkey right now uh, via the website. So you'd be able to pick up a 10-bound 10-pound boneless light and dark meat hickory smoked turkey turkey made for simple made simple for reheating and carving. Gravy will be included. There's also be some sides. There'll be cider braised apples, sweet potatoes, extra gravy, stuffing, smothered greens, stone ground grits, and smoked tomato mac, which is really good, by the way. So if you're looking for the make it easier for Thanksgiving, the Iron Grate has it for you right now. So I'm pretty sure those reservations are going to sell out quick. Mm-hmm. They've also been offering, started last week, and I got to go over there on uh, weekends, I think. They offer, I'm assuming it's weekends or every day, I don't know, a beef rib pozole. I love pozole. I love so pozole. So 32 ounce or 64 ounce tub. I think I might get the 64 ounce tub. <laughs> 
So it's like a hearty broth, hominy, guajillo, lime, cilantro, slaw, and of course, beef rib. Mm-hmm. I looked at the Instagram, the picture, I was like, dude, yes, pozole is the bomb. And it's because of you, Anne. You got me hooked on pozole when I first Did I heard really? of it. We talk, you talked about it. I think it was like our first few years of the podcast, and I never heard of it. Okay. And I went to get them in Chicago. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's so good. Yes. It's, I love it. It's one of my favorite soups ever. Yes. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation. Anne's going to talk about uh, seven local cheese curd burgers you can get year-round. That's coming up on This Bites. We'll be right back. Like listening to Milwaukee-produced podcasts? Then check out Radio Milwaukee's innovation podcast, Diverse Disruptors, hosted by me, Tariq Moody. We talk with entrepreneurs from across the country that are innovating for a more inclusive world. Listen at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Disruptors. Diverse Disruptors is presented by University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Northwestern Mutual, and United Way's Tequity. We're back on This Bites kind of a short edition of this bites but that's that's cool but it's all about the good stuff it's all about the good stuff uh and uh as you know culver's went viral when they released their culver's curd burger like a full curder burger uh, it was only available for a day uh and people have been craving it and over milwaukee magazine they your magazine they wrote about are you dying for uh you're missing it they offer seven local cheese curd burgers you can get year-round. So share some of those options with us. Yeah. So, okay. Number one, Milwaukee Burger Company in Franklin. Uh, they have a cheese curd cheeseburger that has provolone cheese, the burger company sauce, and a couple of cheese curds on top. So. All these burgers that we mention in this story, nobody does the the curd patty like mm-hmm. you know, uh, like Culver's did for that one day event. But um, if you if you like just your basic cheese curds, all these burgers have that element going on. Crafty Cow, here's another one. It's uh, down in Bayview. They also have a location in Wauwatosa now, stuffed with five cheeses because their burgers are kind of based on the Juicy Lucy stuffed burger concept. And it's topped with bacon. So so listen to this treat. Stuffed with five cheeses, topped with bacon, and cheese curds, and cheese sauce. Okay, so, and then you can, for a little extra charge, you can add mac and cheese to that. Well, there's, there. my doctor would be happy yeah, with that one. <laughs> Um, okay, so then uh, we have a couple more here. Milwaukee Brat House, which is on Martin Luther King Drive, which is uh, in sort of near Mater's. They've got the Wisconsin Burger. So it honors our state with red peppers, cheddar cheese, chipotle ranch dressing, and cheese curds on top of its beef patty. Should I name another one, Tariq? Just one more. Just, just one, one more. more. Just one more. So... Uh... I already feel my cholesterol going up, so I think one more is enough. Okay. Uh, Let's go with the North Avenue Grill out in Wauwatosa. So they've got something called the BYOB Burger, which comes with cheese, lettuce, onion, tomato, and then you can load it up, and everybody wants to load it up, let me tell you, with cheese curds, bacon, haystack onions, uh, and a fried egg. Have you had any of these uh, burgers? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh. I have not. But I mean, and honestly, like, 
I don't know. They're a little bit over the top for me, maybe mm-hmm. a lot over the top for me. I don't know. What do you think? I don't, I, I like cheese curds and that sounds really good on a burger, but I'm not sure. I'm like, do I really need cheese sauce on top of that and bacon and, you know, maybe an egg? I mean, like, really? I don't think, uh, I, I do take cholesterol medicine. I don't know. I can, I can, I don't know if I can justify it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe like a, a little piece, like a quarter of it, like a, maybe a slider version of something like that. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. That if sounds it good. Fit, if, if it can all fit on a slider. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. You can check out that over at Milwaukee Magazine's website. We'll post a link at our website at readingmilwaukee.org slash this bite. I was going to talk about this book, uh, Black Food, but I want to talk about uh, a sake I got because, you know, you know, I've talked about sake here. Yeah, you um, have. I've been doing sake taste at no studios. But I picked up a sake from my, my man, Namasake Paul, who's in Portland. He curates some, some really cool sakes. And I got this rosé sake. It's called Ryujin Oze Rose Jumai Daiginjo Namasake. Nama means unpasteurized. Most sake is pasteurized twice. Nama means unpasteurized. So it's hmm. a little more robust flavors mm-hmm. when you're going to uh, unpasteurize. kind of like orange juice, right? Fresh squeezed orange juice tastes completely different than that frozen bottled stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So think of like that for sake. Um, and I was reading a description. It goes, lovely rose-colored sake that exists within a sphere of balance between sweet and tart and has a flavor that resembles wild strawberries. They weren't kidding about the wild strawberries. Mm-hmm. I opened that bottle, I had a sip last week, and I'm like, oh, let's see if this has strawberries. It's had a, a pear on the aroma. I took a sip of that, and I was like, holy cow, that, that's amazing. Because mm-hmm. guess what? There's no strawberries in it. Okay. Right? No strawberries. Sake is made. Junmai sake is pure. It's just rice, water, koji, and yeast. That's it. Okay. That is it. What they've done, apparently, this brewer is like like a nerd, like really cool nerd, apparently. It's brewed with a, uh, a difficult-to-use red yeast. Like, no one uses this red yeast. Like, apparently, it, it's 10 times difficult to brew with this type of yeast. And it, this guy took about three years to get, get it right for the sake. And, dude, I'm trying to get... Uh, I'm trying to get some places to start carrying the sake. Like this, this, this is a game changer to me for people who never had sake. Kind of like get them in the door. Mm-hmm. This, because it's not like it's not like sweet, like not not sweet strawberry wine. It's like this essence of strawberries, and you feel it, and like, and the mouth feels like silky and stuff. It's just a beautiful, beautiful experience. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to tell you about this sake. Uh, if you want to look at, it, you can check out my Instagram, the photo. Um, it is fabulous. I want to try that. And I, I, again, I've been an innocent bystander here, just admiring everything that you're learning about sake and becoming such an expert on it. And that's this one that you mentioned particularly appeals to me, Tariq. I really want to try it. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how we can get some more ordered and for Milwaukee, some place to carry it. I'm trying to figure that out right now, actually. But anyway. Okay. And then you can send some to me too. Yes, I will. Definitely. Okay. Finally, I want to talk about this new book I got. It's kind of a cookbook. It's called Black Food. I've been waiting for this book for a while. Uh, it's by a guy named Brian Cherry. He's best known as a uh, food activist and uh, like a 
deals a lot about vegan stuff. He cooks, has a lot of cookbooks and vegan. Last book I think he had was called Vegetable Kingdom. But this book is gorgeous. It is uh, photos, uh, recipes. Um, so based the book explores black food ways, the f- culinary food ways from Africa to back to America to around around the world. Um, there's like a handful of people that I'm friends with Facebook have recipes in here, including Naisha Arrington out in California, uh, Adrian Lipscon, who used to have a cafe in La Crosse, Wisconsin. She's in here. Michael Twitty. My man, Adrian Miller, who I brought up for a Milwaukee film event not too long ago. Um, it's just the artwork. There's essays, the recipes. There's like uh, recipes of fish cakes. There's like okra tamales, wow. uh, sweet potato grits, um, lentil okra coconut stew, salt fish fritters. So it has West Indies food. It has African food. It has Southern food. It has West Coast food, but all the black food ways. There's cocktails from Tony Tipton Martin, who I'm a big fan of. Her books are great as well. Uh, there's a grape tarragon spritzer by the author, Brian Cherry. There's a whole cocktail session section. Um, it is great. Beautiful essays, well-written essays. Buttermilk cornbread muffins. Uh, ooh, coconut cornbread pudding. Ooh. That Fresh Peace Cobbler. It's so good. It's an amazing book. I got it. And uh, I'm pretty sure you can pick up your local bookstores. Uh, there's even a thing called a green banana chowder that looks gorgeous. So there's a lot mm. of balanced food. There's vegan dishes. There's meat dishes. There's drinks. There's every, There's something for everybody in this book. And it really, the storytelling is amazing. The photos are great. Black Food by Bryant Terry. Highly recommended. So that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Spice is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted signing inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Find us on Apple Podcasts, NPR, Spotify, Google, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback is important, so please rate and review. And as always, Ann, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. Have a great weekend, Ann. Thanks, you too.